The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome. You've entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simran Singh. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Learn to empower yourself, broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simran Singh. Oftentimes when I read books, I find so much valuable information that comes through, things that really are nuggets, and that's what I end up sharing on 1111 Talk Radio. I love celebrating people that are doing magnificent work in the world, but every once in a while I come across something that is not only something that I read and pull the nuggets out of, but something that I hang on to, that I utilize, that I keep in my life ongoing. It's few and far between, and tonight's guest has created work that is one of those things. This is some of the most brilliant beautiful work that I have seen on the planet. I love how Richard Rudd writes. I love the truthfulness that comes through his words. I love the way that the gene keys and what they bring through the golden pearl and the Venus sequence and all of the things that he has created and, and brought through in this life really speak to me and my journey and so let me see myself at times when I'm needing to go through different phases of growth. So I'm really, really not only excited about this show, but I'm excited that this show is an introduction to a five-part series that we are going to be doing in December where we're really going to go into what all of this truly means and how to really experience it in looking at someone's journey, my own. We'll look at mine and we'll let you really experience this. Our planet is in the midst of a vast transition in which humanity is playing a very central role. And this great quantum leap that is in the air is asking us to really utilize tools that can support us. The Gene Keys offer a vision of a very different world than the one we see today. It truly shows us a world where human beings are governed by higher principles such as love, forgiveness, and freedom. And although we have used those words, and that is something we've been trying to attain in many different ways, to me, the Gene Keys takes it to another level, allowing us to not only embody it, but to truly understand how it has been embodied all along, needing only to be awakened. They show us a world where these higher principles is not a dream, because we are on the next stage of our natural evolution, and it really just depends on each of us unlocking that higher purpose that lies hidden within our DNA. Uh, I want to introduce you to the amazing Richard Rudd and all of his work. He is a teacher, writer, award-winning poet, Gifted with an inheritance, Richard used the opportunity to go on a 20-year worldwide search for truth and meaning. All of his studies became synthesized in 2002 when he began to write and receive the Gene Keys, which took seven years to complete. He continues today to study and teach the profound lessons contained within these, and he is a devoted husband and father from Devon, England. 
You can find the link below to get right to the website. But for now, just take in all the beautiful information that Richard Rudd has to share as we unlock the higher purpose within your DNA. Welcome, Richard, to 1111 Talk Radio. Thank you, Tim Rand. It's a pleasure to be here. It's very much a pleasure to have you. I utilize the Gene Keys um, just about on a daily basis. Every time I open this book, it speaks truth to me. It's always speaking to me exactly where I am. And I love how you have uh, created the structure of it. And I want to talk about that in this first segment, about mm. the structure of what each of the Gene Keys is created. You call... Um, First of all, let's for people that don't know you, let's understand how these came forward so that they can get a better idea of what this material really is. Uh, well, it, thanks. I think a nice way to begin would just be to say uh, in a sentence what I consider the gene keys are. And basically they have the central premise that every human being has uh, an innate higher purpose in life and that this purpose lies hidden somewhere inside us in our DNA. And what the Gene Keys do is it provides you with a means to understand and ultimately unlock this secret inside ourselves and release out into the world our genius. And that's really the, what it's about, um, about releasing the genius inside us. But in terms of how it came about, um, as you described, it was uh, the synthesis of a, of a long search in my life um, that concluded in a sort of, like many writers and uh, people have this experience of a sort of download of information or a story or wisdom, and that was what happened to me with the Gene Keys. Um, and they're based on a fundamental universal pattern, um, the pattern of the 64, which is the the core of our genetic code. Um, it's also the core of the Chinese I Ching, and that's how I entered into the Jinkies. I went into a deep contemplation of the I Ching, and then this new knowledge emerged out of that. Um, and uh, I wrote the book, and uh, after the book came all kinds of other things as well, and it continues to sort of roll out. Um, and uh, it's, I'm having a lot of fun, as you can tell. Absolutely, and, and I know that the book is the start of it, but now you're also doing a, a full audio course online that allows people to truly integrate this, and I want them to understand the, the structure of this. So when they get the book and, or when they're doing the online course, what they're going to discover is that there's a shadow, a gift, and a city. Talk first about the, uh, what these three words mean to you or to the Gene Keys. Yeah, um, the the... Every gene key is, is a representation of a, an archetype, of, of um, an aspect of consciousness in the human body, in the human form. And every person and everything in the universe vibrates according to a certain frequency. And uh, if you look at the gene key, if you're contemplating a gene key and its codes and its words, it has three words, as you said, a shadow, a gift and a city. And the shadow is that part of us where we fear, where we hold fear. And uh, it's an ancient part of our being. And the Gene Keys encourage us to look into specific shadow patterns and to, to they, they help us to embrace them and accept them and move on. And as you unlock those patterns, what you find happens, and, and what you, I know you know about this yourself, and probably many of your listeners, 
Um, as you unlock a negative pattern, what we call a negative pattern or a fear pattern, and you face into it, what emerges often is an incredible creative impulse. And that's what I call the gift. So in the Gene Keys book, there's this saying, every shadow contains a gift. And, and the whole impetus of this teaching is to get you to look in the places where often you don't want to look. And by looking there and by uh, examining your life and contemplating your life in a very profound way with awareness, you can release the gifts. And the gifts, uh, with the gifts, come our genius. And the other, the highest level is called the Siddhi. And the Siddhi is a, a Sanskrit word. Um, I couldn't find one in English. <laughs> um, so I had to go into your genetic ancestry, um, Simran, for this one. Um, and uh, the Indians have this ancient word, the city, and the city is like a, a divine attribute. So if I give you an example, one seems, I always take this one, uh, the 36th gene key, remember there are 64 of them, and uh, you, the shadow is conflict, and the gift is, out of that comes humanity. And so out of understanding how conflict works and your con sorry I'm doing the sixth gene uh, out of understanding conflict uh, comes this humaneness this ability to you know be with the human side of your nature uh, because everyone suffers and everyone experiences conflict and then out of that emerges eventually peace you know so you have uh, you have these three levels all the time and, and the city is always a very high power thing like peace or compassion, you know, these very, very higher states, flowerings of our DNA. And um, so they're really representing our future in a sense. Um, but that future is now. You know, it's not something that we, it, we have to kind of work towards. It's something that is actually inside the core genetic structure of our body, these higher states. So the jinkies are, are all about unlocking that's why they're called keys. They're about unlocking higher inner states. But the only way we can do that is by going through the shadow, through the side, the dark side, if you like. I hope that what explains has, it. What yeah. has been so amazing in my own experience of working with your book, The Gene Keys, and now the online work that you have is I so see myself in my own uh, pathway. I so see exactly who I have been, especially in the shadows, and I can see the places where I've tapped into my gift, and I can even see the places where the city seems to be on the horizon and that sort of thing. So it's so amazing to me how on target this is. Is this the experience that people have when they discover their uh, golden pathway and their Venus sequence and ultimately their pearl? Yeah, well, as you you know, you're, you're, I'll have to explain to some of your listeners uh, what those terms mean. Um, you know, when uh, after the Venus after the um, gene keys emerged, um, what came to me uh, over over a period of years um, were ways of using the gene keys. You know, because first of all, I I, I was given the codes and I wrote the book. But then, the, and the book is, is a tome, as you know, it's a big book and uh, has a lot inside it. Um, and so I came up eventually with this thing, called, a program called the Golden Path. And I'll explain that in a moment, but one of the things that 
came to me or through the studies I've made was um, something that I now call the hologenetic profile. So there are three aspects to the whole wisdom of the gene keys. There's the book, and they call it the map. And then there's the profile, your personal profile, which is like the compass, um, which you use with the map. So if you go into the website, for example, you can go online and you can get your own profile. And your profile, uh, you calculate through the time, date, and place of your birth. So it has an astrological component. Um, and out of that profile, which is quite a, an impressive um, thing to look at, um, come these sequences of gene keys that are unique to you. And as you go into deep contemplation and inner work with each one of these gene keys and its meaning in a sequence, it begins to unlock something inside your life. And I realized this because this was how it, it came to me and this is how it transformed and continues to transform my life. Um, and so for a for several years, I was grappling with this myself as I was designing it, and, um, and it all came out into this central teaching called the Golden Path, which consists of these three sequences. And I learned also that everything in genetics is about sequences. You know, our, our cells are replicated, and uh, the DNA is unlocked always in a sequence uh, by RNA inside our, that's how our physiology um, operates. And so everything is about um, moving in steps. It's a bit like um, when you're unlocking a safe or, if, you know, if, imagine if you were a, a robber or a criminal and you wanted to, in those movies you see, and you're trying to unlock this safe and you're listening to the code and you turn it one way and then you turn it another way and you hear it click and you, and you have to open these different sequences in order for the secret to be revealed. And the jinkies are exactly like that. You contemplate certain keys in your own life and you apply them to your own life and they unlock uh, physical uh, transformations and emotional transformations. And you mentioned the Venus sequence. Uh, that's the, the, the heart of the golden path. is called the Venus sequence and that's the one that um, is about the unlocking of our heart and our emotions. Um, and, the, and the pearl, which is the final part, part three of the golden path, is about unlocking our prosperity, which funnily enough comes after we've unlocked our heart. Um, but again, it's a sequence. Everything has to be unlocked in sequences. That's what the Gene Keys are all about. And the Gene Keys, you write it as related to, you talk about the physiology of it. You list an amino acid. Um, each one has a programming partner and a, and a codon ring. Talk about why those things are listed and what that means to us. Is that a way for us to understand what the physiological processes are and what is being related to, um, or is there something else that you're also trying to impart? Um, yeah, well, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a vast universal code. So when I wrote the book, I wanted to put in as much as I could, even though I knew I wouldn't be able to cover it all in the book. <laughs> so I. I, I put in some of the relationships um, of the gene keys to uh, aspects of our physiology, as you said. And uh, although I haven't explored that specifically in the book, I've left it for individuals to explore on their own. Um, so, and, and I may at some point explore them myself as a teaching. I, don't, I never quite know what I'm going to do next. So, <laughs> um, But 
Um, there are yes, there are many relationships that come out of this central kind of code bank that is the gene key. So, for instance, uh, ages ago, I taught a course uh, all about um, animals and birds and insects and things, and and each one I related them to a gene key because this central code has a relation because it's a universal pattern. It operates at all levels within our universe. So you can relate anything back into the, the master matrix, um, which makes it very versatile as, as a tool for contemplation. So when you come and study it for the first time and you get involved in contemplating it, then uh, there are lots of different um, routes for you to take through the knowledge. It's not just a book that obviously you know this. It's not a book you just sit down and read through. Uh, it's something you dip and dive into and you use your right brain and then maybe you'll use your left brain and uh, it's something that you take your time entering into. So I, I've created these different programs that help you to kind of journey through the, the book and through the teachings that are in the book that are reflecting it back into your life. That's what interests me. Is, is it's, it's nice to have a big deep book but how does that relate to your individual life and your individual struggles, you know, today, tomorrow, your, your husband, your wife, your children, you know, all the, the issues that you've, and the difficulties and the challenges and the wonders that you are confronted with every day. So um, my whole impetus now with creating the Golden Path and other things that are to come are about making the Gene Keys applicable and practical to your life. So that's why I put a lot of those those different elements in, um, I'll probably reveal more about them in the future. You also mentioned that every one of the 64 gifts unlocks a particular genius that will find its expression through our radiance and our aura. Um, so are each of these gene keys uh, something that we would contemplate, or um, is, is there a specific uh, number of gene keys that are really to be focused on for each individual based on who they are? Yeah, you ask good questions. Um, uh, yes, again, to see that the way that the gene keys operates is that there are many ways to use it. So the one that I've explained uh, just now was you can get your profile, and then in your profile you will have an, a, a list of individual gene keys that relate to you specifically. They are highly specific for your life. And as you walk this golden path, it's a, it's a path of deep contemplation on your own nature. Uh, probably if you do it um, wholeheartedly, it might take you six to nine months, perhaps even a year, to really go through it in depth and apply it to your life and see it coming back at you, um, the transformation that you go through. So that's one way of looking at the gene keys. There are many other ways. Um, a lot of people use the book uh, kind of in the spirit of the original I Ching, which is they just open it at a page randomly um, and just read what's in there. And often when you do that, there's a, an uncanny sense that something important is being unlocked and, and you're being guided towards something. Um, and there, But there are many other ways of doing it as well. I mean, you could if, if you're confronting a specific difficult uh, state, you can look down the whole list 
are all the negative states or the shadow states until you find that specific key. And then you can look, well, what's the gift in that? And the gene keys will tell you what the gift is in that. And they will help you see more compassionately, whether that's in another person or in yourself, what's I really going you. on. I'm going to interrupt you right here, Richard, so we can take a break, and we'll continue from this point. My guest today is Richard Rudd, and he is the creator of the Gene Keys. You alone are the architect of your evolution, and this book is an invitation to begin a new journey in your life, as well as the online course to allow you to more deeply understand yourself. Contemplation allows you to go deeper into who you really are, and the great potential of the Gene Keys as a teaching is to awaken a powerful new creative impulse inside of you. As you follow this impulse, you'll begin to witness the emergence of your genius. You can find out more at the link below, and we will discuss in depth one of the Gene Keys when we come back. We'll be right back with Richard Rudd. Find out which guests are being featured this week. Read our network press releases and read the blog posts from your favorite hosts. Go to iradioblog.com today. Powered by the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Many of us don't understand love. Why are relationships so difficult? What makes people fall in love? How can we make love last? Tune into The Truth About Love with host Shelley Bullard. We'll talk about what works in relationships and what doesn't. Shelley believes that our most profound growth comes from evolving through issues that arise in relationships, leading to a deeper sense of fulfillment in love. Find joy and meaning in your love life. The Truth About Love airs live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. What's been so amazing about being on the Rebel Road and going throughout the country have been some of the initial obstacles that have shown up in my path, and one wouldn't know why those things are happening. I was very fortunate to receive an email from Richard after he viewed a couple of my uh, emails and videos 
talking about some of the challenges that we had experienced with the RV, and he mentioned to me that that is only natural when it comes to gene key number three, when we begin something that is an innovation, that we are supposed to begin in chaos, and the gift of that is the innovation and eventually the innocence. This is the shadow, the gift, and the city of gene key number three. And as I read through the words, every single piece resonated so deeply that all of the chaos that was taking place was of perfection. That is the beauty. Recent breakthroughs in biology point towards the amazing truth that our DNA, the coiled code that has made us who we are today, is not in control of your destiny. Instead, it's your general attitude towards life that tells your DNA what kind of person you want to become. Negative thoughts and emotions cause your DNA to contract, whereas positive thoughts and emotions cause it to expand and relax. And this process is going on all of the time. But what if you could contemplate and focus on those shadow aspects and allow them to evolve and emerge into your gifts and eventually into your divine essence? That is what the Gene Keys is all about. And this brilliant work by Richard Rudd, Rudd really takes you into that so that you can continuously explore and clear and clean and evolve through yourself into the illumination that you already are. Welcome back, Richard. I just get so excited about your work because it just it sets me on fire when I read your words. I love the way you write, and I love how deeply these, these keys go into topics. They actually bring about different meanings to many words that society has uh, defined one meaning to, and so often it's actually the opposite of of what people think, and one of those words is the rebel. You know, I, I knew that the rebel was this this spiritual term that just felt that way within me, and then I found it in your book to mean the same thing. Talk about how we define words in one way in society, but actually that there's something else going on. Mm. Yeah, I, I think um, the rebel is a good example, um, because the rebel is often rooted in uh, the one of the shadows of the rebel might be reaction. And, uh, uh, for example, the 49th gene key is about reaction, the shadow. And uh, reaction, we all know about reaction from our relationships because it's uh, one of the things that we're all confronted with. You know, when someone says something that triggers um, a, a certain remembered pattern inside us that hits upon some issue of uh, lack of self-esteem or inner self-judgment or something. And then suddenly out of that, we react. And we react often very fire, with real fire um, of emotion. We shout or we experience anger or whatever that is. And it's extraordinary that to think that that fire of that reaction, um, if it were, if you were able to transform it, how different it would look. So reaction becomes revolution. And revolution is a word that carries the, the idea of positive change with it. Um, that's why it has the word evolution inside it. You know, it's, it's a revolution. And so instead of being a reactive person or having a reactive experience, you may have a revolutionary experience, which is where something creative emerges out of that passion that's, that's in there. And then the final, the city of that, as an example, is rebirth. You know, and, and the city level is often a complete paradigm shift. You know, because revolutions are wonderful. You know, and uh, but they keep coming back round. You know, they they take us back again. And then, uh, you know, if you look at history, you see that the revolutions that have th- uh, occurred throughout history, 
even though they overthrow the old order, the old order gets supplanted and then the new order often turns out to then need another revolution a few hundred years later. Um, so uh, rebirth means that you actually smash the whole thing to pieces and you build it again from the beginning. Um, but you take out, you take the very best of what was there before um, and you, uh, you, al you use a process of alchemy and you refine you know, it completely. And this is a, you can do that at a society level or you can do that at a relationship level and you can do that at an individual level. So all the gene keys can be applied at any level of our consciousness. I think each gene key holds such richness in what it takes an individual through. Uh, there are a couple of them that I found so extremely powerful. One of those was the 22nd gene key, especially with the place that we are in society moving more towards community and collaboration, more with the great turning that our world is in right now. And you go into many parts in that gene key, whether it is the seven sacred bodies of humanity or how the world is evolving and we're moving through the six core wounds of humanity in, in different pieces like that. And then you talk about these seals, these sacred seals and their respective cities. Is, is the 22nd gene key, which is uh, the city is grace, is, is that a place to really begin to understand, number one, where we are and where we must go before we begin the real core work of the gene keys? Yeah, I think, um, I mean, I think, you know, it's a, good it's a good question. I think one answer is that wherever you begin is the right place. Um, and so you can access through any series of gene keys you wish. But there are certain ones, like the 22nd, as you mentioned, that um, seem to have a special um, kind of transmission in them. And uh, that particular one, when I wrote it, uh, it really surprised me. Um, I was coming out of a, I remember it very well, I was coming out of a particularly bad illness, winter illness, really virulent winter illness that my whole family had had. And um, as I emerged, out came this, you know, I, re I completely wrote that gene key out, or it wrote itself out. And uh, it contained a lot of uh, quite mysterious information and esoteric um, information, very beautiful, about the, the future of humanity, uh, the future possibilities of humanity. And um, this is one of the things that the Gene Keys also show us. They give us this view of our potential. And even though we may not see that potential even in our lifetime, just having it as a backdrop, you know, it gives us a different perspective. It actually enables us to look more compassionately at the world. So. Yes, the, the gene key that, that has to do with grace, you know, it's a very special word, grace, the city, the 22nd gene key, um, is very special because, I mean, grace is something uh, that, you know, these words are, are not easy to understand. But, you know, I, I myself hesitate to try and put it into a sentence because I know it has so many dimensions to it. I mean, if I go back to the gift of that, which is graciousness, I find that much easier to talk about because graciousness is a quality that we can show to our fellow human beings and to ourselves. Um, and in some respects, it's a little bit of a lost quality, I believe, um, to be gracious to each other, to listen to each other, 
um, to, to stop and pause when we're e- with each other in our relationships because we're in such a hurry nowadays and uh, we often don't give enough time and space to each other and to listening and listening to each other's hearts essentially and through this 20 second jinky listening to the suffering um, of others because when you're listening to someone if you're only listening to the nice things you're not listening to all of them so that jinky is really about opening your heart up to someone and suspending judgment and allowing their whole being, their shadow, their gift, their city, all of it, all of it, into your body and into your being. And when you do that to someone, when you give them that gift, they really feel it and they really respond. And something inside them relaxes at a very deep level. So I think that was a, that one is a very, very special one. Um, I mean, they're all special, but that one uh, is very poignant to our time. I agree, and I think another one that really strikes me is the 55th gene key, because I believe, at least for me, I reached the point in my life where I knew the the essence that I'm seeking is freedom. That is that is ultimately what I'm wanting to know, and I don't even know at the time that I knew what freedom meant. I don't even know that I still know what freedom means, but I, when I ended up opening to the 55th gene key, the shadow was victimization, the gift was freedom, the CD was freedom, and as I read through it, it really touched on a lot of points such as how we fake freedom or uh, the necessity of dying of drama and and where the power lies in the second brain of the solar plexus. So you really dive into some very uh, deep places here and and get us to look at things in a very different viewpoint as we move through this change of the races into... um, the different uh, evolutions and emanations that we are now evolving into. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you're, you know, that particular one, it, I, I love patterns, you know, so uh, when you look at the, you know, those particular gene keys, the 22 and then the 55, uh, they're a bit like your 11 11s. You know, yeah. The 22 <laughs> and the 55 are like these two kind of similar numbers reversed. Um, and they both are kind of like brother and sister. And, um, and the 55 uh, is, is about uh, being the victim, you know, and uh, this is really the, the heart of what the Gene Keys are all about. It's, it's asking you and inviting you to look at the places in your life where you are still playing the victim. And that's quite deep work because it, in, it means you have to look very honestly at yourself. Like emotionally, you can see when I talked about reaction just now, let's say you react emotionally. The moment you react emotionally because you're triggered by someone else, you're actually, you've become a victim of the reaction or you've become a victim of the other person's emotion and uh, you're caught in that. So there are ways of freeing yourself from those patterns and you may still feel the reaction inside you, but you don't have to react. You'll feel the chemistry, you'll feel the burning, but you don't have to react and you can translate that and transform that into a different, healthier pattern. And um, there are many ways in which that occurs, but um, you can also apply the, the 55th jinky, the victim side of it, to the way in which we think. And this is very poignant because um, the jinkies are all about our attitude, as you said earlier, they're our attitude towards life. And often we have negative beliefs and negative thought patterns that are unconscious, that we never 
even realize that we had, that we're holding. Um, and we're a victim of a series of beliefs that keep us in a narrow set of parameters. Um, I, I mean, there are many examples of that. Um, you know, if a certain opinions that we hold, um, whatever they're rooted in, whether philosophical or religious or scientific, um, they can close us into a, a kind of closed circuit paradigm. And it's very difficult for us to see outside of that until we've kind of broken out of it. Um, and the 55th gene key is all about seeing those things, breaking those patterns, and, uh, and then opening up our attitude. And what happens when you do that is it triggers an actual physical experience inside our chemistry. So it feels good as we open because our heart opens, our mind opens, we open up into the quantum field and, uh, and, and then this genius emerges, it can emerge inside us because we, we activate these higher aspects of our nature. Um, and we've always known that they've been there because there have always been mirrors of geniuses, of great teachers, of saintly people. I mean, everyone in, almost everyone listening to this, I can guarantee knows someone in their life, who seems to have a certain quality of grace, of saintliness that sets them apart from others. And they could be a completely ordinary person, but they're completely not ordinary because they're showing this, I mean, Simran, you're a classic example for many people, you know, someone that, who lives with your heart on your sleeve. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's not because you're special, it's because you're human. And we all have that. So but it manifests in different ways. Thank goodness we don't all have to do what you're doing. <laughs> um, van sales would go up. <laughs> but um, uh, I love what you're doing. I think it's, uh, it's a, a beautiful um, reflection of your inner self. But yeah, I think that, that you know, coming out of breaking the victim patterns and finding out what freedom means for us is a very, very deep part of our what it means to be human and the, the gene keys are really, it's a real core message. What does freedom mean for you? And, uh, you know, what is it going to take for you to feel that freedom? Often it's actually not something you attain. It's something that's already inside you and you have to remove obstacles in order that it becomes clear. So Richard, I know that when we take action and we truly change ourselves and our lives, we are changing something internally and externally. As individuals read through the Gene Keys or, or take the online course or however they take in information, uh, is it doing something then to us? It, since it's a transmission that came through you, it seems as if it would be a transmission that even when read would come through us and, and alter us in some way as well, subtly or strongly. Is that what is also happening? Yeah, well, I... I, I <laughs> I have my own feelings about that. Uh, yes, for me, there is a mysterious component to these teachings, to this, the, the, you know, in a way I like to call it a wisdom um, because it's, it's part of, it seems to be part of a wisdom tradition and uh, it, it comes from inside the human being because we're part of the pattern. Um, when you're reading and working with the gene keys, it seems to have a deep effect on the patterns of your cells because it's the same pattern. There are 64 of them. There are 64 codons in our genetics. 
the evidence points towards the fact that there may that time space continuum may well be a 64 fold matrix tetrahedral matrix and that everything is is linked together through this grand pattern so when you're working with a fundamental pattern um, it can really stir deep things inside your physiology inside your psychology um, it can then change the way you are in your relationships it can change the way uh, your good fortune works because it ripples out into the cosmos and everything is connected to everything else so when you open up your heart for example and you learn to heal your heart through your relationships um, then all kinds of things occur in your life that maybe look like they're not connected but everything's connected so as the transmission the living transmission of the gene keys you know that's inside you starts to come alive um, then yeah I think some extraordinary changes can occur I mean I have emails Beautiful. every day about this um Wonderful, wonderful. My guest today is Richard Rudd, and I'm really thrilled to bring this information to you and share this work that I have been utilizing myself the past four years. In addition, we are going to be doing a five-part series starting uh, the first Thursday in December where we're going to go deeply inside a golden pathway, mine, so that you can see how this really works, how it really integrates, and how it really illustrates an individual's life. So definitely make sure and mark your calendars for that five-part series that will start the first Thursday in December. You can find out more at the link below, and we will be right back with Richard Bud. Visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. Definitely follow along on the Rebel Road. We are in Morristown, New Jersey uh, right now, and then we will be heading to the Boston area where we have five shows throughout 
uh, Boston, Massachusetts, and in a couple of cities in Connecticut. And then it is off to Toronto, Ottawa, and Montreal. So find out more at therebelroad.com and definitely tap into a show and be inspired to be the rebel in your own life. My guest today is Richard Rudd, and he is a writer, teacher, poet, and the amazing steward of the Gene Keys, and now a program that is the uh, the Golden Pathway, Venus Secrets, the Pearl, the hologenetic profile that is yours that can help you to evolve and illuminate into your greatest self that you already are. True synthesis can only come about when the left and right hemispheres of the human brain are in balance. This means that a new kind of thinking is emerging in humanity. It's really not thinking at all, but knowing. For example, when you get into the gene keys, there will be insights within it that you simply will know to be true and right at the very core of your being. This kind of intuitive knowing becomes stronger and more consistent in your life, and you become more harmonious. What's actually occurring is that you're tapping into fundamental holographic patterns found throughout the universe. The same geometry found in your genes is also found in wheeling galaxies. As the great change moves, through your DNA, it begins to realign every aspect of your life, bringing you gradually into harmony with these omnipresent universal patterns. Welcome back, Richard. I want to give some examples of um, the types of paradigms that are going to start shifting, and I think probably one of the biggest obstacles for people right now happens to be money. And you write in the book uh, about money and, and what that means, particularly in the 55th Gene Key. And you, you say that the future of money can be seen quite clearly through understanding certain gifts and cities. And you talk about which one, but you say money is essentially a physical expression of victim consciousness. It represents human fear. And our relationship to money is, therefore, our relationship to fear. Um, I can so see that. I can so see how money has been used as a manipulative um, factor. may not have started out that way. may have started out that way. But talk about how, just even in knowing that, that is going to begin changing those paradigms. Mm. Uh, it's, a good, it's a great question. Uh, at, at this current time in my life, I'm, I'm actually writing and creating part three of The Golden Path, which is about prosperity and money. And uh, one of the things that I'm... Uh, I find myself writing about is that is a uh, distinguishing between wealth and prosperity, and uh, the way I'm explaining that is that wealth is a stockpiling of resources um, for what, whether it's out of fear or because we're looking for security and all understandable reasons. Um, it's about uh, accumulation, whereas prosperity is about flow, and it's very different. Um, and prosperity is actually, I mean, it's, it's a, amazing to me that this third part of the Gene Keys transmission of the Golden Path came, it comes after the heart opening work, after the relationship work, um, because we have to do that opening in order to activate these currents of good fortune. You know, literally, we are, we're, we're universal beings. And we have a higher purpose. And we ne don't necessarily know how that purpose is designed to manifest. But when we start to open up and live as a rebellious, open-hearted person, then things that we call miracles start to occur. And um, it's, as you just said, Simran, because we're coming into harmony with a higher uh, frequency. So we're moving into, into harmony with the universal patterns. 
So all these cliches about the universe coming to your help are actually true. Uh, you have to do the work on the wound first that's inside you. Um, you have to go in and experience that level of shadow that lives inside us. And that you can do that in a very tender and soft, gentle way. Um, but yeah, the, I, for me, prosperity is a flow that's about receiving and giving and receiving and giving. And if you look at nature, nature doesn't hold on to things. You know, like when a tree bursts into fruit, the next thing it does is it drops all that fruit and then it comes back. And, it, and that's nature. It's emptying and filling and emptying and filling. And so for us, money is, about, is a different way of, look, you know, to, to create prosperity is about seeing life clearly. I mean, that's what it takes. That's actually all it takes to make enough money to be happy is you have to see your life clearly and you have to see into yourself clearly. So clarity is the mental clarity in particular is one of the most important facets of knowing what it means to prosper. And, and part of knowing what it means to prosper is about knowing what is essential in life. You know, and we often don't ask that question because so many of us are involved in things that aren't essential and giving our time to things that aren't essential. So when we ask that question deeply enough, that's what the pearl teaches us to do. Then we begin to see, well, Ah, that's essential, but that isn't. And we begin to drop the things that aren't, and then our life begins to reorganize itself, and we find that we're prospering. And uh, it, I think this is a very useful part of the whole jinkies. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm I'm very confused about that one at the moment. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's amazing because in in just the course of my life and with my own conversations with the universe, I started to witness how when people were in the process of divorce, the money mm. started to dry up. And, mm. and, and then I started to witness even more, you know, when that would start to happen. And I just got this knowing that money was the metaphysical equivalent to relationships, and the ultimate relationship is the relationship to self. And mm. in the world the way it is right now, uh, as, as much as many people are moving more towards the light and waking up, there are just as many people that have such a disconnect from self. And so it, it just makes so much sense when I read this and when I read you write uh, that nearly all money has this hidden charge and that we have to get to a place of handling money in a cleaner way um, and, and being really energetically laundered so that it, it manifests uh, in a new paradigm and we allow something higher and greater to come forward than what has been. Absolutely. Yeah. Bring it on. Yeah. And that seems like what is required then is a sense of innocence has to come in. And that's another one of the um, cities that comes forward is innocence. And we talk about new children coming in and how eventually these new children, as they continue to come in, will be the true change. Are we supposed to become innocent and childlike again? Is that ultimately really the key path to enlightenment? Mm-hmm. Um. I'm not sure I can answer what the key part of enlightenment is in one in one sentence, but uh, innocence may well have something closely connected to it. Um, innocence is what we are, you know, and uh, we you know we are those children, really. And you know, somewhere in my book, I remember writing that that a future world um, that we create 
when we create it. We'll create it as though we're looking through the eyes of a child and as though we're looking through the eyes of a mother about to give birth to a child. So we will, um, you know, we don't really consider, you know, that side of when we become adults, we lose so, so quickly that sense of wonder and that sense of beauty and that sense of timelessness that the child has. And, and then we find ourselves at a certain point looking for this thing called enlightenment or higher purpose. And it's actually, we're, we're trying to get back to that place of innocence, that place where if you look at a young child, they'll play so uh, blissfully on their own in a timeless state. And, you know, the highest states are like that. They're that timelessness where the mind stops, where we find pauses all the time in our life. And, you know, I've, I've created the Gene Keys really, I mean, you look at all these things and it sounds quite complicated. <laughs> but actually, in, at one level, it's all a bit of a trick to get you to slow down. Because when you slow down and you start to look at the things in life that really matter to you and you begin to give attention to those, then you start to become more aware of your innocence and you start to become less judgmental towards yourself and towards others. So in a way, you become more like a child, but you also you are in the body and with the wisdom of an adult. So you have the best of both worlds. Um, so yeah, for me, uh, uh, that's a real key is understanding um, our own innocence and moving towards that all the time. My, my hope and desire would be that people would really tap into your online program because this is really such rich information. And I'm incredibly excited about the five-part series that we're going to do starting the first Thursday in December, to give people a little bit of a taste of what that is, I thought I'd talk about one of the gene keys that is part of my profile that has been such a strong piece, especially even now, and that's the 59th gene key. And it starts off with a shadow of dishonesty, the gift is intimacy, and the city is transparency. And and that dishonesty, dishonesty is really grounded a lot in our genetics and our generational um, influences. And I see how many of the, the lies were there that I told myself and that had been there through the generations. And I don't we, know, we, I know we don't have a whole lot of time left, but I'd like for you to talk about just how generational is, is such a big piece or whether and cultural could also be a big piece. And, um, and then how we move into that intimacy and transparency. Mm, yeah, how the cultural is. It is a big piece because, you know, the jinkies are all about our ancestry. You know, they're all about our DNA. They're all about where we've come from as well as where we're going. And uh, we're all born into a certain, you know, racial gene pool. And every racial gene pool comes with its own ancestral baggage. You know, and this is a big subject. Um, but... I guess essentially if I distill it down, um, yeah, dishonesty is about, often it's when we cut ourselves off from our roots. And many people do that. You know, they, they react to their roots and they move away from their roots and uh, they cut themselves off from their family or their roots or, you know, whatever it is. And actually that can be a, uh, you know, the, that can be a, a, a very painful thing to do because we have this, you know, every ancestral line has its 
kind of guidance. It has its, there's a reason why you were born into that group, into that family, into that um, genetic, you know, tribal heritage, whatever it is, wherever you are from in the world, it has a real importance to you. Um, so, but, but, you know, the intimacy that comes through our family connections, through our tribal connections, our community connections, you know, this is where our work is. You know, the, the hardest place to be absolutely honest is usually with the people who you're most just strongly connected to at a genetic level. So your family or the people that, you know, your predecessors are those kind of people. And, Richard, it looks like we're out of yeah. time, which I'm kind of excited about because that uh, just means that people will have to tune in to find out more uh, of this conversation coming in December, which I'm so excited about. So definitely tune in starting the first Thursday in December for a five-part series with Richard Rudd. We're going to be discussing the Gene Keys and how this is a universal code book for exploring the transformation of con- consciousness. We're going to go into your compass and your journey and understand how the Golden Path is a program of deep contemplation that guides you in applying these in your own life. Uh, connect with us uh, during that period, and you can find out more at the link below. Also, follow the rebelroad.com. Richard, it's been a pleasure having you on 1111 Talk Radio. An honor Thank and a you. pleasure. In love, of love, with love, and as love. I'm Simran Singh. Be well. Thank you for stepping into the doorway of conscious choice with 1111 Top Radio. Please join host Simran Singh again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for another enlightening edition here on the 7th Wave Network. Remember, shift happens. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.